Hi, everyone. Before we start Bachelorette Party, I want to tell you about a new podcast coming to the Ringer Network. It's called House of Carbs, and I'm going to be on it. It's the one and only Joe House is finally getting the food podcast he deserves. He's joined by fine diners, fast foodies, and dilettantes of delivery to devour the latest additions to the food universe's menu. I'll be on there every week talking about the latest developments in fast food, restaurants, all that. I'm pretty excited about it. I love talking about food, and I really enjoy Joe House. You can subscribe to House of Carbs on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, give it a listen. Welcome to Bachelorette Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It's Thursday. I'm sorry. Four hours of The Bachelor is a lot to process. I needed a little extra time this week. Uh, I've brought on my coworker, my colleague, my friend, Andrew Gridadaro. Hello, Andrew. Hey, Juliette. How What's are- up? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, last time we spoke, the, the season hadn't even started. We were dealing yeah. with, I think, 31 a, guys. Was it was th- a bright time. It was a bright time. Doesn't <laughs> it feel like a different era in The Bachelorette? Yeah, yeah, this this season's been strange. It's, it's been strange to say the least, and then there's the whole paradise scandal on the side. Yeah. Um I'm just going to actually mention a spoiler right up top. So, major spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear this, I would say jump ahead 2 minutes, but I'm, now I'm going to share it with you, Andrew. Okay. Um I was looking at the Daily Mail today, as I do every day. Of course. And there was um, an article about Paradise filming. And first of all, some of the new rules in Paradise following the investigation into DeMario um, include you can only have two drinks per hour, which is a lot. I just want to say- Still a lot. Still plenty. Like, if you have six drinks over the course of three hours, like, what's your level of intoxication like? Uh, I'm like- I should maybe think about going home. Yeah, like mine's very high at that point. <laughs> I remember in college they were like, only have one drink per hour and then drink a water. Yeah, so that, that's the alcohol EDU recommendation. So one drink per hour plus water, yeah. and but this is still two drinks per hour, no water necessary. <laughs> yeah. So they're still really drunk, particularly like the small women like who, yeah. you know, it's ridiculous. That's not... <laughs> It's not a it's not a good band aid at all. That's not preventing drunkenness. Um, but the other rule is... By the way, I haven't even gotten to the spoilers yet. I just want, want to be clear. <laughs> the other rule is if you want to have sex, you have to tell a producer, and the producer has to like okay it in advance mm-hmm. to make sure that the pers- the people having sex are able to consent. And like, I guess that's a good rule, but um, I can't imagine asking for permission to have right. sex. Or like, what if you're like in the moment, you have to pause and be like, hey, let's yeah. wait a second. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea how it usually happens on the shows, so <laughs> me neither, it's really. hard for me to speak on, but it does seem extremely awkward. <laughs> what a buzzkill. Have to ask a third party? <laughs> yeah. That's really weird. Yeah, not great. It's really weird. I kind of always think there's actually less sex on the show than, than they would have you believe, just because it's awkward to begin so with. Right. Like, yeah. to get away from the camera, so, okay. Anyway, so I learned this from the Daily Mail, and while I was reading this article, I also saw some photos of people hanging out in the pool, and I'm pretty sure, I'm not positive, but I really think I saw Dean. I really do. Ooh, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Does it? Did you think he was Paradise Bound? Uh, I just, I just think, I, I love Dean, and I think, like, Rachel super likes Dean, but in a, he's hot and young kind of way yeah 
Um, and because he's hot and young, he seems kind of equipped to just transition straight to paradise. That's true. He's he's 26, I think, and he lives in Venice, California, which is like kind of the bro zone of LA. Yeah, and he's he's just kind of like a, a chill guy who like <laughs> doesn't have thoughts on anything. It's like, true. It's so. true. We don't know a ton about him, except he had like a bit of a sad story with his mom. Um, and like, he just he seems like blank enough to go to paradise, I right. guess. A lot of people have been comparing him to my favorite NBA player, Chandler Parsons, which like I just oh, yeah. I just kind of find offensive. Do you think he? I don't know if how familiar you are with what Chandler looks like. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I can it, from a look standpoint, I can kind of see it. Yeah, I want to say Chandler would be great in paradise, just for the record. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He he. Uh, at the NBA All Star break, went on uh, like a trip to Cancun with his friends that he called Chancun. So that's <laughs> definitely the kind of behavior they would like in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I think he went on a date with Bella Thorne. Yes, so. he did. That's correct. <laughs> Very so, correct. Yeah. Um, okay, spoiler section over. Now we can talk about this week's episode. Let's just talk about Dean. Honestly, I mean, we. I think he. I think I saw him in Paradise. But if I hadn't told you that. Like, we didn't get a lot of him this week. We had two episodes, and there still was not a lot of Dean. What does that say for his chances to make it to final three? Yeah, I'm, before these last two episodes, I, I was like, I think Dean might actually win. Yes, she seemed just high be- on him. Just Yeah, I was just getting, like, serious vibes from Rachel. Um, but after these, I think he's gone next episode. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he can really hang much longer. He didn't get any play in like the two most essential episodes. Like they're finally out of the country, and if right. you're getting airtime outside of the U.S., that means something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like this, this was the week where that switch happens between like frivolity and kind of like people actually getting down to serious talk. Yeah. And he's not a part of it at all. So it's true. Yeah, Roger wrote about that. Like they kind of, the show kind of like course corrected after an right, extremely yeah. belabored, horrible like fake fight between, or maybe it was real. I don't know. Whatever the Lee and Kenny business situation yeah. was, horrible. Finally over because they're both gone, and their Dean was nowhere to be seen. Really, I I'm with you. I thought he had a lot of potential, but then I don't know. As she's like making her hard decisions, if he can't get any airtime, I, I don't think we're going to get much more of him unless it's in paradise. Yeah, I think his his peak was like washing dirt off of himself with a hose <laughs> in like week three, whenever that was. Dean did have one important contribution to the show, which is I think he had the first date where Rachel was drinking champagne, and basically on every date since she's like begun it by opening a bottle of champagne. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah, I noticed specifically when she and Eric were in a hot tub. Yes, uh, this week out in the open, and everyone was drinking beer, but they were drinking champagne. Um, so it kind of stuck out to me that that seems to be a prerogative. (laughs) Yeah, I like it though. I I was thinking about what drink I would choose if I was like on the show, because I think you kind of, that you tell them like your preferences and they cater to them. I think I would probably choose champagne. Like I don't want to like crack open a beer in the middle of my date. Yeah. Beer's too heavy, you know? Yeah. It bogs you down. Right. I, yeah, I agree with champagne. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, what are, what are the other options? Just like regular wine, I guess. Wine. Yeah, and like you're not going to just be hammering whiskey all day. So. I know. Uh, you can tell they switch to whiskey at night. Like whiskey is like only for when the yeah. sun goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um, okay, so if Dean is out, who do you have rising this week? Um, You know, obviously Brian is... To me, I think Brian is my front runner. Right Brian's now. your front runner. Interesting. Um, Brian has a very specific move. I'm glad you highlighted him because 
Brian's move is asking for a kiss, like, immediately. Let's, I got a couple clips. Let's listen to them. <laughs> Seriously, this is the craziest experience I've ever had. Kiss, kiss, kiss. No, no, no. I can't. Bro. Come on. Okay, okay. First things first. I miss you so much. I miss you, too. Okay, so in that first clip, Rachel and Brian are suspended in air. They're, like, repelling or something. Honestly, I was just like, what's this date? (laughs) It was a weird date. What was that? I don't know. I don't want to be pushed to my limits on a date. Like, I just want to be comfortable. Yeah, it looked extremely scary. And, like, I, I was trying to figure out what their insurance was because it seemed that they were in control of how quickly they were repelling, but... I can't imagine, like, if that one of them just let go, they would have just, like, dropped <laughs> 200 feet. Um, but, yeah, it was stressful. Super stressful. And in the middle of, like, this stress, like, Rachel's clearly freaking out. Brian turns <laughs> to her and goes, give me a kiss, kiss, come on. And, like, dude. She said no. <laughs> yeah. And she said no. <laughs> that's an incredible moment of rejection. I loved it. I was like, wow, that's a real blow. But also, like, what's his deal that he needs to have a kiss and, like, hanging in midair? His, that's his thing though. Like since day one, his way to connect to Rachel has just been by slobbering all over yeah. her face. He's a, he's a really weird kisser. It's first of all, I've no, seen his tongue so many times I this know. season. I can't handle it. It kind of looks like he's like sucking her whole chin area too when they make out. It's really I, weird. I can't, I can't stand it. But like he, to me, he, he's really good at this because every time he has a conversation with her, he seems to like have a plan. And he starts it off by saying, like, something extremely vague, but somewhat, um, like, loving and nice. Mm -hmm. And she immediately is like, yeah, like, we just had a really good conversation. Totally. Yeah, she seems really into it. She's, like, somehow, like, intoxicated by him or something. I don't know. I guess it's a good good sign for him. And then... Um, they also had like a second moment, which we, the other one we just heard, he also asked for a kiss and they're like on the couch during, um, a cocktail party. And that whole exchange was weirdly edited. It's like, it made it seem short, but I actually think it was pretty long. Cause like she starts out the conversation like pretty together. And then there's an et, there's like a weird splice and you hear her, like you see her like whisper to him, like, do you think my family, you do think your family will accept me? And she seems <laughs> yeah. a, a lot more drunk there. And he's like, yes, we're, we're so open and it's just like another one of those moments of um, the season of very like coded language because there's no other right. way to talk about they don't there's no like language to talk about race, and it was weird to me because of the edit. Like I actually don't think that's such a um, weird thing for her to say. You know what I right. mean? But the way that it was edited together just seemed so forced, and also she just seemed kind of drunk by the end. So yeah, it goes in because they have like they're having this somewhat serious conversation. Then it, he kind of like giggles and immediately kisses her. Um, I, is he, is Brian the first guy this season to use the L word? Yes, I think he is. So I, I was trying to find stats on this and I couldn't really, but who. (laughs) Good effort. What? (laughs) I, do you have any knowledge of like who, uh, like how that goes for the first guy to drop the love? Um, you know, I don't. Great question. I'm going to have to research that. We'll, we'll, we'll update on Twitter. I don't know. But I think it kind of varies. Like I think it's just sort of like more of a um, perfect way. There's sort of like 
various ways you could say it. Like I think there's there's the I think I'm falling for you, or there's like the I right. I, <laughs> I could see myself loving you, or whatever. And you have to be very delicate because you don't want to come on too strong, but you have to be you have to make it clear that like it could happen. And Brian mm-hmm. Brian's methods are just a little too aggressive, but she might like that. I I right now it seems like she's into it. I think she she's very uh in into how into it he at least yeah. appears. Well, one of the things we learned about her this week is that she doesn't like to sh- to show emotion or talk about emotion, which is bizarre for someone who chose to go on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like if he's so aggressive and like taking up all the airspace and she doesn't have to do any work. She doesn't have to say that I love you or anything. Right. Yeah, it almost seems like he- like sometimes when they're together, it, it sort of seems like he's the bachelor and she's like trying to vie for his. That's attention. a great point. Good insight. Yeah, I agree with that. Do you think he could be the bachelor, or you think he's gonna win? Um, yeah. So I think he absolutely could be the bachelor. Um, I think maybe his the way that he's so one hundred percent in could like blow up in his face in uh-huh. some hugely dramatic and heartbreaking fashion, and that would um, pave the way. Interesting. Him next season. I, I think the f- content, the front runner for Bachelor right now is um, Peter. Peter from Wisconsin. That that's also an extremely good choice. Yes, thank you. Uh, he, he, Peter came out really strong. She was really into him in the beginning, and he's been like a. She seems really attracted to him, but she doesn't have. Doesn't, I don't know if she has like the same like emotional connection with him that she seems to with Brian. Although I wouldn't say she's really emotionally connecting with any of them. However, yeah, I, <laughs> I will say she kind of propositioned him this week, and I liked it. Let's roll yeah. this clip. What took you so long? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I just want to keep kissing him. Well, do it. I don't. can't. No, 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 no. Why no. can't you? Because we got We have so much ground to cover. Do you want to cover it in the hot tub? Let's do it. Okay. So that's Rachel in the middle of a cocktail party, not even a one-on-one, being like, let's go in the hot tub. And um, <laughs> there's an entire outfit change. A lot of questions about the logistics, obviously, because yep. Peter was dressed in like you know a nighttime cocktail party outfit. He conveniently has a bathing suit, so does she. They go into what I would say is like maybe the world's hot, smallest hot tub, bathtubs aside. Yeah. Um, it basically was a bathtub that was just outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. Like, did they? Did, is that actually a hot tub? Was it just heated water? I, I was very, very. A lot of questions popped up over that one. They, yeah, it was like a European thing, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Like the bathrooms are just a little bit different over there, <laughs> in all associated vessels, basically. Right. Yeah. Um. But she was just, and she was just all. They were all over each other. It was. Oh, it was yeah. It was. And, it was definitely the most intense makeout of the season. Yeah. And. She, but even before that, she was kind of like, when are you going to just start making out with me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think Peter, um, I think she is super into him, um, but he's kind of playing it much slower than Brian, for comparison's sake. <laughs> um, he feels, his thing feels a little realer to me. Peter's smooth. When he walked back into the cocktail party, when they were like, bro, you've been gone for three hours, he just, he didn't say anything. He just didn't say yeah. A word, which I loved. It was very he, coy. He uh, he played the handball date extremely well. Yeah, like everyone was like competing with each other, and he was just goofing around with Rachel. I know. He was so, like, I'm yes, just not even going to try goes. here. Well, that's like, I think a good sign of success, which maybe could mean that he wins because he kind of doesn't need to feel like he has to play the game. He just kind of goes with it. He's just yeah. like above it. And she, 
I have Peter met her dog, and the dog was into it too. That's so. true. I think Peter is clearly the most handsome person on the show. Yeah, his his uh his shades of gray thing is working. It really is working. They're both slightly older, which makes me like both of them as well. I'm like, yeah, this makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I have a, I have a strong vibe about Peter. I, he just seems like I don't, he just seems like bachelor material. He's a little bit coy in a good way, and he he won't get too excited about her but like you can tell there's something there so they can really play up the um like the heartbreak when it doesn't work out yeah i don't know i'm i'm into him he's he's my favorite even though i think he seems like completely boring yeah yeah i would agree with that um he's he's just he's just cool i don't know he's just uh he has a normal vibe that you don't really get too much on this show totally um i have one other contender that i will share with you But let's first talk about our sponsors. Before we talk more Bachelorette and the other remaining guys, did you guys know you can listen to Channel 33, Bachelor Party, Jam Session, and all of our other Ringer podcasts on Spotify? The streaming service that you know and love for music is also fully loaded with podcasts. Find us in the podcast section within the Browse tab whenever you're using Spotify on mobile or just by searching for Channel 33 Bachelor Party. I use Spotify pretty much every day, so this is huge for me. In addition to listening to my embarrassing daily mixes that they make for me, that include all the pop music and show tunes that I love, I can also get off my podcast. I'm pretty excited. I only need one app for all this. Spotify very rarely lets me down. So go to Spotify.com slash podcasts. Click to follow us, The Ringer, to have our new episode delivered right to your Spotify library. You can get all the Channel 33 pods. You can get Binge Mode. You can get Bill's pod. Really, you can get all of them. Again, that's Spotify.com slash podcasts. I'm not sure if you've got July 4th plans yet, and if you're like me, you probably don't. But listen, there's good news for you and me both. There's this awesome app called Hotel Tonight. You might be sick of hearing me talk about it, but let me tell you, it's still offering those amazing hotel deals at the last minute. It sounds counterintuitive, but unlike flights, hotel rates usually get cheaper at the last minute, and Hotel Tonight helps hotels sell their unsold rooms, allowing them to pass those deals along to you. These aren't last resort places. They're actually cool, top-rated hotels you want to stay in. And with so many awesome partner hotels in a ton of different countries, Hotel Tonight can help you find a great hotel almost anywhere. It's perfect for a spontaneous getaway or finally going on that trip you've been wanting to take for a while. I don't have July 4th plans yet, so I'm still thinking about where I could go. Just one overnight somewhere in the area. I know I'll just check out what's available on Hotel Tonight and let that guide my decisions. Even though the name is Hotel Tonight, you can book up to a week in advance. So maybe you want to take advantage of deals after the 4th of July holiday, maybe on July 5th. You could check that out right now. All it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps and a swipe. So again, get in on these killer last minute deals and download the Hotel Tonight app now. Okay. One more contender. Well, so we've named, so far we've gone through three of the six who are remaining. There's also two guys, Adam and Matt, who you probably have no idea who they are. And Yeah, I barely do. I barely do as well. If I you mean, showed me their photos side by side, I couldn't tell you which one was which. I didn't, I don't think we've heard Adam speak like at all. No, and like, how is he still around? Is Adam the one who picked her up when they were doing the Viking games this week? Uh, yes, I believe it was. All right. So like that, I thought that was a good move, but I was still like, who are you? <laughs> Who's the stranger <laughs> running away with Rachel? She must dislike so many of them that she had to keep a few. And this is yeah, like who she Yeah, they're like, no, with. you can't just eliminate 12 guys yeah, tonight. Yeah, <laughs> not everyone can go. But she definitely, I like when she doesn't have a cocktail party because it's like she clearly just can't even bear to talk to them. They're like too irritating to her. Um, so yeah, that reminds me that something I've been wanting to ask you. Oh, great. 
I feel like this show has more and more been getting away from rose ceremonies in general. Yeah. Is that, do you think that's because the Bachelor and Bachelorettes are just like becoming more autonomous? Um, I think it's because they are kind of like breaking away from the typical um, structure where it ends every week on a rose ceremony or whatever. Yeah. And so as a result, it just becomes like less important to their actual storytelling. Or I think they're like more, or I think like when they're shooting, they're more okay with a break in the usual system because mm-hmm. they know, like they kind of like know how to account for it now. And it's almost like there's a, there is like a certain formula, but then there's also ways they, that they feel comfortable deviating. So I think one of them is like by jettisoning, jettisoning the, um, rose ceremony. The other byproduct of that though, means like way less Chris Harrison. Like he's, Honestly, yeah. barely on this show. I, I've been, I, we joke about it a lot, but he's been on this so so little. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, you never see him anymore. He, he doesn't he have doesn't... to be on it. Yeah, um, and there hasn't there haven't really been any moments where he needs to like meet Rachel on a pier and ask her how she's feeling about everything. no. And the one time where he kind of like offered his services with the Demario thing a few episodes ago, yeah. she was like, "No, I got this." Like she <laughs> yeah. she doesn't really need him. Doesn't need his counsel. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know when it started, maybe like around Andy Dorfman's season. Um, but I think they're just sort of realizing that they have a little more power and that they can dictate uh the way that the season goes. Yeah. I guess so. It's interesting. Um also like with someone like Rachel and someone like Nick, they're so much more dynamic. They don't really need the same kind of like prodding that Chris Harrison would offer in other times. You know, yeah, it's a different era. It is. It is totally a different era. Um, I also just can't. Even, I can't really think of another time when like two meaningless people like Adam and Matt made it to the top six because they're no. like just they are not a part of the show. No, it, and it maybe like Dean is going to go on hometowns because That's those two point. guys are so like random. Process and... of elimination. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one guy who really like kind of came up this week, who we this this is six of six. Is Eric, and he had a, he had a one on one, which seemed really fun. He they went to um they had a one on one in Norway or Sweden, I can't remember which one it was, and he greeted her on the on the dock. She came like on a boat, and I really enjoyed how he greeted her. Let's roll this clip. Hey girl! <laughs> oh my god! We're here! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! I see you. <laughs> How you feeling? You look great and all great. I'm good. You look good too. <laughs> can I get in? Can I get in? No. Are you getting I'm going to come to you. Swag, swag, swag. Come on. I got you. Okay, okay, okay. How you been? Give me a hug. <laughs> Eric's just like, he's just himself all the time. He's really sweet. I don't know. I really like him. Yeah, he, I like him too. He um, he came on strong this week, or I guess on Tuesday. Tuesday, on night two of two. Yeah. Um, he, he aside from saying swag all the time, he also just says we're here all the time. Yeah, <laughs> which is like a good thing to say, I guess. He's, he's a man he's of catchphrases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't also, know. Also, as they were riding a roller coaster, he like pulled out a Kevin Garnett kind of thing and yelled out life is beautiful yeah. <laughs> but like in the same tenor that kevin gunnett said anything is possible 
It, I loved it. It was it was incredible. I liked it too. He's just as different than um, like basically every other guy in this show. Which I, yeah, and I honestly thought he got a really bad rap at the beginning of this year. Totally. Also, they made him seem like controversial because he was the first one to fight with Lee, basically because he was the one who was yelling right, like, yeah. "Get my name out of your mouth." But he's actually not controversial at all. He just like seems fairly normal. He also voices, I think, a lot of concerns that um, some like that the show like wants to have out there. Like when he was saying, like he also like talked about race this week where he was like, he was talking about how she's gone on more one-on-ones with white guys versus black guys. And like, he actually is more thoughtful about a lot of the race stuff than pretty much anyone else on the show. And, and I don't even know if that's necessarily like to his credit though, because of the editing has just been so appalling, mm-hmm. but he does serve like a useful, um, he's like a useful narrator in a lot of ways that we're like otherwise really lacking. Yeah, I think as as like wild as he seemed on this one-on-one date this week, he does like seem to be able to switch over and be serious when he needs to be. Yeah, which I also makes me like him. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He seems good. I think he'll probably he's got to go top 4. Like you can't you can't give someone that much airtime towards the end of the season and then not have them like make it to the to the end. Yeah, I think he's definitely uh going to hometowns. Um I'm a little I don't really know what's going to happen after that, though. Yeah, he he's getting like the Catherine Giaducci at edit, which is the woman that Sean Lowe picked. Mm-hmm. Like she was like not on the show until the second half of the season, and then she won. So you know, maybe he could win. I don't. I'm not sure. She seems really into Brian, though. It's just so hard to believe she doesn't pick Brian. I know the kissing the kissing attacker. Or he's, <laughs> that's a really mean way of saying it. The <laughs> the man who loves to kiss and must kiss all the time. He kind of looks like a, a more handsome Joey Fatone. Oh my God! Great point. <laughs> I didn't Couldn't see that before. Oh my God, that is so true. Wow, wow, wow! It's really now that you said that, I can't unsee <laughs> I'm it. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, Eric and Rachel, and Rachel were also in like a, another like questionable hot tub situation. They were in the middle of a Tega town in a hot tub that was again kind of small but looked like a regular hot tub um, yeah. but like it was right next to all of these other hot tubs so it wasn't like a, a private situation yeah it, it seemed was sort of like, like a city sanctioned thing it was like a group hot tub hang which I was on one hand I was like that seems kind of cool and fun and then on the other hand I was like maybe that's just really awkward and like is that a dirt is that hot tub dirty yeah uh, I'm also like I'm trying to imagine if they did it in New York City and oh it would just god be the worst thing like ever. in Times Square yeah. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Got to oh, put a God. lot of chlorine in that water. Douse it. <laughs> well, a man did stand up and was seemingly yeah showed his penis all the way naked. That's what made it seem like it. I, I wonder if that's really what happened. They just it, knowing I, the bachelor, I, they, I they would edit that way. That too. <laughs> Who um, knows? Although Rachel did say to him to Eric after it's your turn now, like joking. Yeah. So that made it seem like that was real. But who who really knows? I don't know. I, I'm I'm just really in on Eric. I like him. Also, I think I'm not sick of him because we've gotten so much of these other of the other dudes who are kind of leading the way. And I'm like, oh good, he's new, fresh blood. I like it. Good stuff. Yeah, I would be all for him winning. I think he would be a joy. Totally. If he won. I think he'd be a good bachelor too. I think because of his catchphrases, he'd always say, he'd be saying weird things over and over. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't thought about it, but I would like to see how he handles himself when the roles are reversed. He's kind of like um, the anti. He's sort of like not the anti Waboom, but stealing Waboom's lunch. Like he's swag, 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 and that's like yeah. that's the role that Waboom wanted for himself. You know, still or the organic catchphrase. Yeah, exactly. It worked out so much better this way. Um, Andrew, what's your overall rating of the season so far? 
Uh, I, out of ten, I would probably give it like a a four. Wow, four. It's wow. just this week after the second episode when I realized that there were only six guys left, I was like, what has happened I know. this entire season? I know. Like, did we lose six weeks of our lives? What happened here? Yeah, and just you know, I they got so bogged down in the Lee stuff. Um, I know, just brutal. And, yeah, and they they played it wrong. I mean, I'm not to say that they shouldn't be having these conversations about race on the show, but they they kind of played it in they're not traditional meaning, bachelorette they're not, form. Yeah, they're not meaningful conversations. And it was like, I, I don't need to see this like twisted for drama's sake. Um, and then that ended, and it was like, oh, there's there's still people here, right? Um, so yeah, it's it's been a kind of a slog. I'm I'm kind of I'm ready for it to kind of straighten out. I know. I, I hope these last few weeks are good. The thing that sucks is Rachel's awesome. Like she has been awesome this whole time, right. whole time. Yeah, incredible. But the guys are just duds, and they are just not that interesting. I think that's one of the reasons the Lee thing was so bad, or just so. It, I mean, it was bad for a lot of reasons that I've discussed quite a bit. But also, it's just like there's nothing redeeming about him or like there's no way to kind of like wonder if you could be on his side and it's just like usually when there's a when there's um like a fight between two characters like last season with corinne and taylor like you could you could you could uh make a convincing case for either one but this was just a whole other level of like ugly and just a just a real bummer i just really wanted to celebrate rachel and i i feel bogged down like you said (laughs) yeah maybe now um I assume like one more guy will will have an out of control moment. I hope um, so. Where he either f- for uh, like sadness reasons or something like that. Um, and Rachel really shines in those moments. She she's so composed and poised. It's it's incredible. She does she, handle conflict very well. It's so great. I love watching it. Totally. Um, Andrew, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks to everyone for listening. And we will be back next week on Wednesday, July 5th, because of the July 4th holiday. Happy July 4th and have a great Bachelorette-filled weekend. Remember, you can now get all of our podcasts on Spotify. You can listen to Channel 33. That includes Bachelor Party and Jam Session. So many other podcasts. You'll be able to get House of Carbs there. Whatever you want. They're all available on Spotify. So go to Spotify.com slash podcasts. Or if you're in the app, go to the podcast section within the browse tab. Or just search for Channel 33. You'll get everything you're looking for. 